eggs. You can fry them, scramble them, pop them in an omelette or make a cake out of them. There's probably nothing that the humble chook egg cannot do. All right, OK, it can't support the weight of a toddler. It doesn't stay very nice if it's left in the sun and they don't make adequate gifts for wedding anniversaries, but they are amazing. And the best thing is they're produced by chooks. So how do you, as a city dweller, get to experience the thrill of raising your own chooks. Alan Gray is with me in the studio. Hello, Alan. Hello, Vanessa. How are you? I'm great. Alan is a chook lover. He's an organic gardener and he's the editor of Earth Garden magazine. If you've got a question for him, call through 1300 222 720 or you can text 19922720. Can you have chooks in the city, Alan? Absolutely. Chooks Cosmopolitan is a great way to go, Vanessa. I have lots of friends who have chooks very happily in the city. And for for a lot of my friends, even if the chooks didn't lay eggs, having chooks in the backyard in the city is a delightful mobile part of the landscape. They add a certain relaxed feel to a city backyard. You can come home, shut the door, turn your back on the traffic, walk into the backyard and the sight of a few chooks scratching around pecking away or a small child reaching into a nesting box to retrieve a freshly laid egg, it has a very relaxing effect on people and it it helps you reconnect with nature. I know exactly what you're talking about because when I came home from work yesterday, put the kettle on, got the cup of tea, wandered out into the backyard and I've got a seat next to the chookyard Mm. so that I can sit there and do exactly Mm. that and just while away, 10 mm. minutes, drinking a cuppa and it's, watching the chick-chicks. It's just delightful, isn't it? Our, uh, our chook pen is right next to our carport and we have seven hens at the moment and they just have a delightful time and it's just so relaxing. All of my kids love the hens. They love cuddling them, feeding them, watering them. It's great for kids to learn a little bit of responsibility about looking after chooks and it, you know, sometimes having a few chooks is much less of a commitment than getting a dog or other pets that can cost a lot of money, require a lot of maintenance. And, you know, if you go away for a few days, often if you're giving a few eggs to your neighbours, they'll be happy to come in and fill up the water and the feed. So they're pretty low-maintenance chooks, and there's no reason that they should be any more maintenance in the city than in the country. We've got a call from Jerry. Hello. G'day, how are you? I'm well, and you're worried about vermin with chooks. Yeah, we had we were thinking of getting a chook pen, but we've got some friends and they've put us put, put, put us off the idea mm. because they um, were getting infestations of rats. Yes, that's a it's a, it can be a problem, Jerry. And my simple advice is one phrase: Grandpa's feeder. It's a little steel box, and I swear by this thing. I don't normally mention brand names on the ABC, but there is no way around this. This is a little box that has a steel plate. When the chook stands on the plate. It lifts the lid and accesses the feed. You halve your feed bill and you keep the rats and mice away and the birds. So it's important to maybe keep your food uh, locked up tightly in very some much, fashion. Very so much. Do you think you'll... Well, what's, what's, that, what's that called again? Uh, and Vanessa's really... hitting me over the head <laughs> no. and I'm in trouble already. We might have to so just tell you all there, tell Jerry. You, Jerry. But look, <laughs> the, what, what, one of the things that you can do is you can either find a device that will... Teach the chook to only access the feed when it stands on a steel plate, or you can keep the feed in a rubbish bin with the I lid. If, 
I suppose if you went to city farmers, they'd probably have something <laughs> you could use. Yeah, if you ask yeah. around, Jerry, and yeah. so I think the main thing, the point being keeping the, the feed yes. locked away so yes. you've not got lots of grain lying yeah. around, which is going to attract things like pigeons and ducks exactly. and stuff as Look, well. Look, feed your chooks once a day, Jerry, and then you won't need any fancy expensive containers. If you keep the feed uh, in a bin with the lid on, uh, or if you're giving them household scraps, try and do it uh, you know, late in the afternoon. They'll knock off all the scraps before dark. There won't be any flies attracted or rats or mice, uh, and they scratch it over, turn it into the straw or the, the, the grass or whatever you've got on the floor of the chook pen, and you won't get vermin. Now, you've certainly sold us on the idea of having chooks, the lovely atmosphere, the uh, recycling of veggie scraps, but many suburban backyards are small. Mm, Alan yes. Gray, what should we do about keeping chooks in a small environment? Well, it's interesting you should say that, Vanessa, because even in the city of Fremantle, you're allowed to keep 12 hens. No roosters, and that's obvious that you don't want the neighbours being woken up at 4.30 by a crowing rooster. <laughs> Nor do we. <laughs> no, but even uh, on small blocks in, 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 a, in a city, city areas and you know smaller parts of Frio, you can keep up to 12 hens. And for those people who are wondering, no, you don't need a rooster, you'd be surprised how many people ask me if you need a rooster. Basic biology, the chooks lay the eggs regardless of the roosters and uh, obviously for very small blocks, 12 hens is way too many. I have seven on, on, on 1,050 square metres where I live. But uh, what it means is if you have a small area, you can, you can use bantam chooks, you can get bantams, you get small eggs and bantams make delightful pets and wonderful mothers. Or you can have a fairly intensive type of chook pen where you don't have them roaming around the entire backyard, but you have a deep litter system where you're regularly topping up the floor of their pen with fresh straw. And then once a month, you fork that into your compost bay, turn it into compost, and it can feed your veggies if you grow food in your garden. So you don't need a huge uh, hen house uh, run, and you also don't need a huge backyard. And um, I think you've probably just answered John's text there, Alan. He was asking about the minimum area you need to keep chooks. Yes. Well, look, as a, as a rough rule of thumb, to give you a guide, we have seven chooks at our place at the moment, and our run is about three metres wide by six metres long. So that's 18 square metres for seven chooks, and they are very comfortable. We could easily add a couple more chooks. Or you could uh, go down in size yes, if exactly. you needed to with fewer chooks. That's right, and you don't need seven chooks. I mean, you know, it's hard to say what's an average family these days, but for an average family, four chooks is fine to start with, and if you find that you're still using more eggs, if you bake a lot of cakes, you know, add a couple more chooks. I'm looking at some wonderful photographs that Alan has brought in of some of the most popular backyard chooks in Australia, and... It's amazing how colourful mm. chooks are. Mm. These have got uh, painted little tips on their feathers. There yes. are black and white chooks. There are black and grey chooks. Yes. Some have got very fluffy feathers. They look yes. like they've been to the hairdresser with a full-on blow dry. Well, look at the look at the frizzle chook, yeah. uh, Vanessa. For anyone who's ever seen a frizzle chook, it looks like it's been plugged into the wall socket and lit up. The feathers come out backwards, and it looks it has a constantly startled expression on its face purely because of the shape of its feathers. But the Australorp, for instance, is a black chook, beautiful, glossy black feathers. It's the only genuine breed of Australian chook, and that's a perfect backyard chook for Perth, 
in the southwest because it doesn't it, it it likes the weather. If you live in a really hot part of the state, there's even a weird chook called a Transylvanian naked neck. And I'm looking at that, and it is it is truly ugly. It looks like a really ugly <laughs> thing, um, sort of a cross turkey. between a turkey, yes, isn't it? It yes. doesn't have any feathers on its neck. No, but it stays really cool in really hot climates. So okay. if you're listening in a hot part of the state. That's the one for you. So basically you can choose chooks to suit uh, certain characteristics or yeah. requirements that you've got or the places that you're living. Yes, very much. Now we've got a text here. It uh, doesn't say who's it from, but uh, the text says, my free-range chooks are not laying. What is wrong? Yeah, look, I often get this question, but unfortunately it's a bit like saying how long's a piece of string, you know. And uh, the first thing to, to check for is... Are they suffering from a mite infestation, for instance? Are they, is their run clean? Are they, have they got good access to fresh food and water? But it's literally impossible to do chook health diagnosis over the radio yeah. without knowing any of the symptoms. And I think this might uh, also answer Peter's question. Peter, you're concerned about a couple of your chooks. Oh, yeah, I've got, a, I've got about a dozen chooks. And uh, I have actually Department of Ag um, identified that they did have tropical mite, which I've yes. fixed up. But yes. they're roosting in their nesting boxes and uh, and they're not laying any eggs. Right. How old are they? Oh, they vary, really. Right. Well, they're quite young, right. so about three years old. Oh, okay. No, that's that's old enough because you, you, you can't really expect a chook to lay eggs till they're... A point of lay pullet is officially 20 weeks, but in my in my experience, 26 weeks is a bit safer. So they, they need to be half a year old before they'll lay an egg anyway. And you, you, you're sure their, their hens are not roosters. You don't have any roosters in there. Have they... Do, do you know, did you buy them from a, a pet shop that might have vaccinated them against Marek's disease? Because that's a, a common condition that affects chooks. Did, where, where did you actually get your chooks? Uh, I got uh, the uh, high lines. I got five high lines, and they're from. Uh, they I got them from a, a well-known yep. city sort of uh, shop, and Fair then enough. I got the others from uh, Mundajong Market and okay. other breeders. All right. Well, look, I'll, I'm going to be vicious here and say if you've had if you've got chooks that are three years old and they're not laying, time for the pot or the chop. And what you need to do is stick to the pure breeds because, unfortunately, the high lines, the Isa Brown crosses, the Hampshire crosses, the little brown chooks that you see around the traps, either from chook farms or pet shops, they are bred for one thing and one thing only. They have very little genetic diversity, and if they don't lay, it's very hard to get them to lay. So whereas uh, chook fanciers and purebred breeders, breeders who specialise in the old-fashioned varieties, ha are very careful to only select very healthy chooks. So my advice would be to get online, hunt around for poultry fanciers in your area who are selling either uh, young chickens or sets of fertilised eggs and start again. All right, well, let's hope that uh, Peter has luck with his chooks and maybe if he does have those older chooks that aren't laying, he can just give them a little bit of grace and allow mm. them to kick on in the backyard <laughs> without fear. Emmy, you've got a query about dogs and chooks. Ooh. Are you there, Emmy? No, I think she has unfortunately already gone, but well, do you, dogs and chooks you mix? Can, yes, you can. Look, at the, when I first enticed my wife, my future wife, to visit me in the bush, her dog got out of the car and chased my chooks around and frightened one to death. It took two days for this poor chook to die, and I thought this relationship is going nowhere. But <laughs> four children later... And how many years? Uh, 18 years later, I'm here to say... 
that you can train dogs to happily coexist with chooks, but you can't expect a dog to just instantly bond with a chook because they'll go through, often dogs will go through and just kill every chook and not even eat, eat one. So it's very important to slowly train your dog to get used to the chooks. We're doing that at the moment with our young Staffy pup, and he's getting better and better. When he first saw them, he wanted to eat them all. He regarded them as chicken chicken necks on legs. But he is now uh, very well adapted to our chooks, and pretty soon we'll let him into the hen house to poke around on a lead to start with, and then we'll take the lead off, and then it'll all be fine. Now, Suzanne has got a good query. What's your question, Suzanne? Oh, hi. Yeah, I'm just wondering, do you need to get a permit from your local council to get chooks? That's have a chooks in your backyard? very good question, and the answer is no. In the, oh. Even in the inner city, in somewhere like Frio, you're allowed up to 12 chooks, but no roosters. Further out, say, Mandurah, it's the same, 12 chooks but no roosters. So as long as your chooks are in the backyard and not in the front yard next to the front fence, you don't need a permit or any special conditions. My advice is two things. Try not to build your hen house actually on the fence because uh, you, you might antagonise the neighbours. And secondly, if you can, give a few eggs to the neighbours. Uh, you'll be amazed what that does for neighbourly relations. I wonder if Richard from North Perth needs a little bit of love from his neighbours because <laughs> he's saying the bloody next door chooks wake me up at dawn and <gasps> oh dear. that sucks in summer yeah, when, no, of course, dawn is much, like much earlier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Richard, I'm sorry about that. And mm. also, too, someone else says, look, I, I'm worried about the, the vermin that comes in too. So... Maybe talking with your neighbours, talking with the council, getting yes. that good advice before you set up a chook run and yes. doing all the planning like you would for, um, well, any pet. Yes, but it's not onerous. You know, look, honestly, a quick call to the environmental health officer at the local council just to double check uh, and make sure that your hen house is not too close to your neighbours. Try and put it away from their bedroom window. Farm a few eggs over the fence and you'll be amazed. Now, a quick query here from Ron, and you've got uh, you're searching for a name of a chook, a particular yeah, type of chook. Yeah, it's a little white chook, but my brother had them. He doesn't know what they were, but he got someone given to him. Right. And um, they lay green eggs. Oh yes, that's an oracana. Does that uh, sound right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the bluey green ones. The bluey green I've ones. I've seen them. Yes, wrong. yes, yeah. yes. They they are a very old fashioned breed, and they've only been in Australia. Officially for about 25 years, actually. Yeah, um, they come from Peru, don't they? That's right, yep. And so, Aracuna? Yeah, no, well, uh, Aracu- I pronounce it Aracana, but uh-huh. it's, I'm just trying to remember, I think it's spelled A U R A U R A C A N A. Ah, okay. A U R A C A N A. Well, Alan, Alan is thinking about the spelling of that. Have you got some of these chooks, Ron? My brother's got a few, yeah. And he thinks the eggs were actually. Green just for nature, for camouflage, really. But. Could be. They, I yeah. mean, they're, originally our chooks come from South American jungle fowl. So if you bear that in mind when, yeah. you're, when, you, when you've got chooks, what they like is shade, like a rainforest canopy. They like to scratch around yeah. with a, you know, a nice humus on the floor of the rainforest. Yeah. Uh, and they don't like snakes. 
and it's it's quite if you if you think like a chook just for a minute, you can imagine very nice conditions for them. Now, we do have to go to news headlines shortly, but uh, thanks so much, Ron, for alerting us to the presence of a green-egged chook. And uh, David's phoned in, and he's in Rockingham. Hello. Hi, how are you going? I'm good. You, you've got some more information about permits in your area. Yeah, we have to have a. If you want to have chooks in the suburban area, you've got to get a permit from the council. There you go. Well, that's good to know. So the environmental health officer is the right person to speak to, uh, and uh, it sounds like it's a good idea. Yeah, 